Thank you for joining us. It's our mission to restore hope and make a positive difference in your life today. Remember to hit subscribe so you can be the first to know when we release new content. Let's go now to today's message. Exodus chapter number 30, verse 25, and we're going to continue, try to, uh, where we left off on Sunday. I got about three or four pages in, and then the Holy Ghost just messed us up. So I'm going to try to get this out. I'm going to try to do my best to teach as much as I can. Uh, Y'all know how I get, though. I'm I'm really a preacher, so I I just apologize if I get a little wound up tonight. Uh, but Exodus 30 in chapter number 20, chapter 30, verse 25, it says, And you shall make from these a holy anointing oil, an ointment compounded according to the art of the perfumer. It shall be a holy anointing oil. Somebody say, This anointing is holy. It shall be a sacred, a pure, a sinless, virtuous oil is what that's saying. It shall be a pure oil, holy oil, that that with it you shall anoint the tabernacle of the meeting and the ark of the testimony, the table and all of its utensils, the lampstand and its utensils, and the altar of incense, the altar of burnt offerings with all of its utensils, and the laver and its base. You shall consecrate them that they may be most holy. Whatever touches them must be holy. Somebody say it must be holy. Whatever touches them must be holy. And you shall anoint Aaron and his sons and consecrate them that they may minister to me as priests. That's very important. Matter of fact, won't you underline that uh, in your Bible, that they may minister to me as priests. This is the season that we are in, ladies and gentlemen, that we minister to him. This is the priesthood that's going to minister to him. And from the residue of the presence that you've been in is going to become influence and increase in your life. It's going to come from that posture and that place of relationship and intimacy with Christ. And you shall anoint Aaron and his sons and consecrate them that they may minister to me as priests. Zadok came from the lineage of the Arianic priesthood. So I want you to understand that we're not going to get into the Zadok just quite yet, but I want to continue to make mention of that because it's exploding in my spirit, this remnant, this royal priesthood uh, that is rising up and it's very evident what God is doing in this last hour. This next move will be motivated uh, with the love of Jesus Christ. This next move of God will be motivated with the purity and the freshness of the oil of heaven and it will not, not be contaminated uh, by religio- uh, religiosity or, 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 or rituals that churches have uh, set it out to be, but this is going to be a fresh flow of God's Spirit that's coming upon His house, and this oil is a treasured mixture, ladies and gentlemen. This uh, symbolic oil is a treasured mixture. It is a sweet-smelling savor, if you will. It's Mary's alabaster box. It's that union with the Lord that's going to come forth out of God's church and the Bible says that this is a particular it's a peculiar uh, aroma that's coming out it's a sweet aroma unto the Lord and I'm going to hear I'm here to tell you that when it enters the house it's unforgettable hallelujah this is an unforgettable aroma that God is releasing in this day and in this hour and I know that we have seen mighty moves of God but this move that is about to take place is going to be unforgettable. I wish I had somebody to say, this move of God is going to be unforgettable.
unforgettable. It's going to be passed down from generation after generation what God is doing right here and right now. I need you to turn to your neighbor and say, this move is unforgettable. It's a, you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. The oil was the texture and the mixture. It was unforgettable. It was an aroma. And the scripture tells us that everything connected to worship had to be a certain way. There had to be something to take place to get everything prepared uh, that was connected to worship. He is saying, I want you to anoint these, each and every single part of the temple, of the place of worship, of the dwelling place of God. And so that everything that... That is in the house can be consecrated and ready for what God is about to do. This creation of the workmen would become a holy, set apart, uh, a, a specific, uh, assigned uh, a purpose was placed and marked upon each utensil. Uh, every priest had to be anointed uh, for purpose and a specific assignment. And this was a very divine, uh, appointed by God thing that was taking place. This oil would initiate the priest into the privileges of God's service. Hallelujah. This was the marking of God's miraculous in the, the, the way that they approached the throne, in the way that they came into the Holy of Holies. This marked them so that it prepared them to enter into his presence. This was the preparation process. This was the consecration. And there were special ingredients that came. Uh, John texted me the other day, and we began to talk. He texted me about these four ingredients. Uh, and it got me stirred up because he said four represents that God did it. The number four represents that God did it. Somebody say, God did it. We're going to stay on that here in just a little bit. Hallelujah. God, somebody shout, God did it. And, and, and the oil uh, initiated this, this, the privileges with these four ingredients that were in the oil. This four representing that God did it the best. It wasn't, the, it wasn't some little spice over here, but it was the best of spices, ladies and gentlemen. God doesn't just halfway do a thing. He gets the best to put into a thing. And so he puts his very best on the inside of the vessel to pour out his best upon his people. So there is uh, the best spices, 12 and a half pounds of liquid myrrh was one of the, uh, the spices that they put in. Six and a half quart pound of, uh, of, of, fragr of, of, uh, of uh, cinnamon and six and a half quarts of uh, cane. And then we have the, cash the cachet uh, that they put in was 12 and a half uh, pounds of that that they put in so there was the there was the uh, there was the myrrh there was the cinnamon there was the cane and there was the cash the cachet I believe I'm saying that right I'm not sure but I think that's right cachet and so uh, these four particular p uh, ingredients if you will the spices that they put into the oil and I want to make mention of this with the substance of the oil that is the number five how many knows what the number five represents number five represents God's grace some might say God did it God graced me for greatness come on somebody God marked me for miracles I wish I I had somebody help me right now because his hand is on the person that allows the process of the purification in your life and we have to go through the purification process in order to get into the presence somebody shout God did it and so God wants us to release the fresh 
oil uh, over. He wants to release fresh oil over you. He wants to release this anointing uh, uh, that, that comes. It came from the commandments of God into Moses. And these were ingredients. Now, I know that we're not in the Old Testament. But how many knows the natural and the spirit reflect? Amen. Uh, it, it, it is a, a sign and a symbol. And I want you to see here that the anointing, the anointed life, uh, that because of the anointing placed on, myrrh represents a specific thing. If you begin to research, you can see that myrrh, uh, because of where it came from, represents meekness. Hallelujah. So myrrh represents meekness. Myrrh represents meekness and submission unto God. Meekness is not weakness. I want to say that. Meekness is not weakness. Now, it may, uh, it, it, it may become at a time where you are weak in your flesh, and that's why the Spirit of God through the Holy Scripture says that when you are weak, He is strong. I want you to say, uh, meekness is actually my strength. Meekness is my strength. Meekness, uh, meekness brings down the forces of heaven. Hallelujah. And so it's the meekness of God that brings the, the, the powers of heaven into my situation. It's the submitting unto God. It's that obedient uh, willingness. The meekness is not weakness, but it is the strength coming out of my obedience. And I want you to see who he's talking to here. Look at Moses, one of the most meek individuals that we see in Scripture. And God is saying that this is... Uh, you have to have this ingredient in the oil. You have to have meekness in the oil. Somebody needs to touch ourselves and say, help me be meek, Lord. <laughs> help me. If I'm not meek, I can't be mighty. And, and the mighty men were meek. They were assigned. They were marked because they were meek. They were positioned right. And so meekness is a part of the ingredients. It's that submissive will unto the Lord. It's saying, I turn aside the stubbornness. I turn aside. I turn away from rebellion. I put away my self-will. And I turn away from my wicked ways. And I turn toward God. And I say, yes, God. Whatever it is that you want to do in me and through me, I say, yes, God. I yield to your Holy Spirit spirit. God wants to release. How many believe that God wants to release as he's been declaring over your house and over our house? He wants to release something fresh in your life. How many knows that there's fresh oils that he's releasing? And, and, and there's the anointing that makes the difference. It's that fresh oil in the seasons that we are walking in that makes the difference. Listen, there is a difference when the music has anointing and there's a difference when it's not there. There's a difference when you're preaching and there's a difference when the oil is connected to what you're saying. There's a difference when you have a service and then there's a difference when the oil comes into the room and things begin to change and shift and sickness becomes healed. Why? because there's a difference somebody say the oil is the difference the oil makes the difference God's word tells us I will raise up for myself a priesthood who will do according to what is in my heart come on say whatever's in your heart Lord let me do it whatever you want me to do let me step in the rhythm of your righteousness my righteousness is filthy rags but God I'm asking you whatever it is that you say for me to do help me to do it without hesitation 
And so there's a willingness. He's saying, my, uh, he said, I'm raising up for myself a faithful priesthood who will do according to what my heart wants to do and my soul wants to do. And I will build him a enduring house. Hallelujah. I will build for him a lasting house. I, I want you to understand that when he builds your house, it's lasting. It doesn't just go away. The foundation doesn't go away when all hell breaks loose in your life. But this house that hosts the presence of God it's an enduring hosting of his glory help me Jesus there is a, a release of fresh oil that is coming and we have to understand the meekness somebody shout the meekness the cinnamon stands for the upright. It, it, is, it literally comes from a tree that grows straight up in the air. This tree grows uh, 30 to 40 feet straight. And, and it's very specific. It says that there's no curves in the tree. Hallelujah. There's no crooked way in the tree. It's an upright. Somebody shout upright. So we need to understand that we have to walk not only in meekness, but we have to walk upright with God. We have to stand on his truth. We have to stand living above reproach. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying go walking around being judgmental. There's one uh, there's a difference between being under his righteousness and being self-righteous, okay? So that's not what I'm saying here. That's why there's meekness mixed in with this uprightness. And so we have to understand that God is putting in the cinnamon because it is the upright. It helps me to stand on truth when the winds are blowing. It helps me to stand upright and it helps me to stand straight. Come on, somebody. We need that kind of anointing. We need that little mixture in our, in our midst that we stand upright and we stand straight up and speak for the truth. Listen, if we don't do it, church, nobody's going to hear what the good book is saying. It's going to come from the preaching of God's word. They need to understand the world needs to understand and how can the darkness understand light if there's no light walking in the midst of darkness I need somebody to understand that God not only wants you to walk in meekness but he wants you to stand upright on the truth of God's word because the Bible said that the truth will set you free hallelujah I'm not going to get through this tonight but I'm going to try my best glory and so we have to stand upright. We have to walk in meekness. We have to stand when it looks like our prayers ain't working. <laughs> we have to stand when our fasting didn't work. Come on, we have, to, we have to stand when it looked like the Word wasn't working. We have to stand when we've done all we can to stand. The scripture even declares it and says it over and over and over again. Why? Because the God that we serve understands the world that you're living in. And there's sometimes when the winds of this world is blowing strong. But when you're standing on God's word, you're on a firm foundation. Come on, somebody. I don't, I, he, he said you're like a house on a rock. And the wind may blow and the rain may fall upon you. But your house will be enduring. It will be everlasting from everlasting. Why? Because you're standing. Even when I don't see it, I'm standing. I won't quit. I won't give up. I don't want to get angry. I'm not going to throw in the towel. But I'm standing. I'm going to stand upright. I'm going to walk in meekness. And the third ingredient, ladies and gentlemen, is Cain. Cain. Cain represents humility. Cain represents humility. 
And the reason they say that is because the reed that grows in the swamp, I mean, this, this particular plant grows in the swamp area. Oh, come on, somebody. It's a dirty place. How many knows you can't forget where you came from? Glory to God. Sometimes we come from a dirty place, a swampy place. And how many knows that that place will keep us humble? Glory. When we get on our high mountain, we can't forget the swamp place that he brought us from. Amen. And so this is a, 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 a particular plant that grew in swampy areas and the reed grows in the swamp. The head of the reed is filled with oil. The head of the reed is filled with oil. Watch this. You know why the head was filled with oil? Because it was continually bent. That's why, the, that's why humility releases the divinity of heaven. So if I'm bent right, I'll be filled right. Come on, somebody. If I'm in humility, God will release his strength in your house. If I'm, if I'm positioned in humility, God will release the reins of heaven, and he will fill your cup to overflowing. So the, the oil continually began to fill the, the, the cup because he was positioned correctly. Turn to your neighbor and tell him we have to be positioned right in order to release right. There has to be a filling before there is a release. And this ingredient represents humility. It's the head, the reed being bent over, speaking of being low and humble before the Lord. He is holy. Come on, somebody. He is worthy. He is worthy. That's one thing that I believe this generation has lost. Not, not the, I'm, I'm talking about us. I'm not talking about the young. I'm talking about the fear of God. Nobody fears God anymore. Nobody reverences His holiness anymore. Listen, it's not, it's not just something that we should take for granted that the glory glory of God is in this house but we should bow before him the Bible says the angels bow before him heaven and earth adore him I should bow humbly before the Lord of hosts the fear of the Lord is the beginning of what he wants to release in this ingredients it's God's anointing that makes the difference turn to ever say it's God's anointing it's God's anointing that makes the difference in the marketplace. Come on, how many knows we need a difference in the marketplace? It's the anointing that makes the difference in the place of business. It's God's anointing that will make the gift of God and the call of God and the gifts that are in the inside of you. He will give you that creative ability. He will give you the power and, and, and literally it will begin to explode and it will become effective for his kingdom. Listen, the, the gifts that he's given you is a platform for him to be displayed <laughs> and so he gives you the ability when we begin to position ourselves right through these ingredients we understand that this is this is the place where we're drawing near to God and the Bible says to minister unto him sending up prayers of praise and worship that you've heard me talk about and in Ezekiel 44 the Lord said that the sons of Zadok would be the ones honored with coming near to him and ministering to him personally I want you to understand this is very, very this part portion is very, very important for the day and hour that we're living in. Listen, I want you to be ministered to, but I cannot minister to you until I've ministered to him. And so I must be ministering unto him because if I'm not talking to him, I have nothing to say to you. Those who are drawing near to God. He said, if you'll draw near to me, I'll draw near to you. Somebody shout relationship. 
bending to him. The fourth ingredient is the cleansing. Somebody, it's the, it's, it's the cachet. I guess that's the way you say it. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I'm a country boy. So I, uh, cachet, and am I saying that right, Brother Bob? Cassis, whatever. Well, it's, the, it's the, the fourth ingredient. And the fourth ingredient, I want you to understand what it's for. It's for the cleansing. <laughs> it's for the, it cleanses literally naturally. It's a cleanser naturally. So it, it's a representation of us being cleansed. How many knows that there needs to be a cleansing inside of us? Being cleansed where everything inside of us is brought to the cross. How many knows the cleansing comes from the blood? So we have to find ourselves positioned under the cross so that he can cleanse all the impurities out of us for service. It's God's anointing that is making the difference, cleansing me. Everything inside of me that is not of him, it's brought to the cross. It's that David saying all the time, David was saying, search me, O God. And know my heart and my thoughts. See if there be any wicked way and lead me in the way that's everlasting. One scripture, he said, create in me a clean heart so that I may worship you in spirit and in truth. And we see that all of those four ingredients is placed in the base, the foundation. Foundation, which is the olive oil. This oil represents the anointing of God. It represents the, the, the day and the hour that we are living in. And there is a fresh oil that God is pouring out upon his people to fight today, to fight your battles. Listen, you cannot fight uh, today's battles with yesterday's anointing. Come on, somebody. You will not be able to win on yesterday's anointing. A matter of fact, uh, yesterday's oil is futile. Come on, somebody. There has to be a freshness every morning when I get up. I need to be searching. What does God want to say now? What does he want to say to my heart? How does he want to purify me? What position does he want me in? What direction does he want me to go? Does he want me to say this to that one? I have to be an open case for him to flow divinely through me. And so there has to be a fresh oil. Somebody say there's a fresh oil. If you look at a vehicle, I'm trying to do this quickly. I'm trying, I'm trying. Help me, Jesus. If we do the vehicle and you look at the vehicle, the, the cars and the vans and the trucks that are sitting outside, how many knows that in the spirit, vehicle represents our ministry? Somebody needs to say that. Vehicle represents ministry. Just so it'll, get, it'll stick. Because when God begins to show you uh, vehicles and dreams, then you can say, well, that's ministry. So if we look at the vehicle, we can see that the engine oil, how many knows it's the lifeblood of the engine? The oil is essential. It's the essential element for the functioning of the engine. Lack of oil or dirty oil leads to extreme engine wear. And this is research, ladies and gentlemen. It, uh, somebody just shout engine wear. In other words, burnout. Without the oil, you'll burn out. Ah, come on, somebody. Without fresh oil in a lamp, it'll burn out. And there has to be a cutting away and there has to be a cleaning of the globe so that things can be seen. I'm here to tell you, without fresh oil, the engine will be destroyed. It'll be annihilated. But I have to have fresh oil. 
And so the lack of oil or burned or dirty oil leads to extreme engine wear. And it, if it runs out, the engine will exhaust itself. The engine will become exhausted. And, and inside the engine, I want you to see this. There's fast moving parts with a lot of potential friction. Hallelujah. Sounds like the church, don't it? There's some, there's, uh, God wants us to move together, but we have to have the oil. Hallelujah. Potential friction is without the oil. The engine oil, let me le- read this again because I want you to get this. Inside the engine are fast moving parts with a lot of potential friction, but the oil, the engine oil, is the lubricant that keeps parts sliding against each other smoothly. Hallelujah. Oh, I wish I had somebody to help me right there because if we understand the importance of the oil, we can function together. I wish I had, we, won't, we won't be so frustrated and we won't be so full of friction that we cannot be effective for the kingdom of God. But if we allow the oil of heaven to come on us, we'll, we'll begin to function smoothly together. I'm looking for the smooth flow in this day, in this hour. Come on, somebody. I'm looking for the body to function together. I'm looking for the head to be anointed with oil and it run down Aaron's beard all the way down to the soles of the feet of this house so that God can do what he wants to do. Come on, if you're ready for some smooth flow, somebody give God a praise for what he is taking, what he is making, what he is doing in your life. Sometimes he has to take some things to make some things. And we've been in a season of the the enemy taken from us, but God's about to use it. I said God's about to use the friction. He's about to oil you up again with fresh oil. It's the engine runs out of oil. It will grind. It will seize up. It will stall. The the vehicle engine will damage and possibly be destroyed. Instead of grinding each other down, we need to oil each other up. Come on, somebody. The church has been grinding each other down for way too long. But I'm looking for some offices and some gifts to to start oiling the church up again. Come on, somebody. It's time to occupy till we come. Till he comes. If there's too much grinding, I'm stuck on this now. There's there, there will be no going. If there's too much grinding, you will be stuck. Are you hearing me right now? Your vehicle will be stalled. Your ministry will be at a standstill. But if you're greased up, God says if you'll grease yourself up with the good oil, he said, I'm about to put a go in your spirit. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. And he also said this, be instant in season and out of season. If I'm filled up, I got the good stuff behind the words that are coming out of my mouth. I need somebody right now to give God a prayer for the potential of the outpouring of God's fresh oil over your house. Come on, somebody praise now. I'm not going to move until you give God praise because your miracle is in your position of praise. Your miracle is in your position to worship Him in spirit and in truth. I give it all to you, God, and I open myself for fresh oil. Somebody say there's a fresh oil. It's God's holy anointing oil. That will keep us moving. It keeps the gritty gunk out. And the petty particles out of the oil. 
the agitation of the anointing. How many knows there's agitation that the enemy wants to put in the anointing of the church? How many knows he has put agitation in the anointing oil of God's people? And we believe and declare that his day, he's had his way. And his day is over. Oh, come on, somebody. Can you see that? 1 John 2 says, you have the unction from the Holy One to know truth, to have knowledge, to know things, to know wisdom that comes from God's holy anointing oil. How many know wisdom comes from His oil? When God graces you, there is an unction behind you. And many of us have experienced that. When God graces somebody, He can say things that He probably wouldn't say. There's an operation that takes place that wouldn't be there otherwise without the oil. And we understand that we can do things and say things and see things. His, his grace op, uh, begins to activate and operate. The kingdom of God begins to manifest in the earth when this fresh oil falls from heaven. Oil on our teaching. Oil on our preaching. First John is teaching uh, you and I in this particular scripture the oil, uh, the anointing literally means smeared on. God's hand coming up on you for special assignment and special purpose. His power smeared on you, the hand of the Lord. How many knows that when the oil is on you, it'll take you from the problems to the solutions? You say, what are you talking about? Well, look all through Scripture that David, he, he, he was able to take out the lion because there's an oil on him. He was able to take out a bear because there was an oil on him to do so. Samson uh, began to shake. He knew how to get the oil going. He'd shake himself. Sometimes we got to shake ourselves in order to make ourselves. Amen? So we have to shake ourselves sometimes in order to get in the, the place of God's grace on our lives so that, that what comes out of us is graced with His presence. Samson had the ability to take out thousands of Philistines with the jawbone of a donkey because he was oiled for it. There was an oil change. The oil is the difference between the grinding and the going. The anointing is the coming upon those whom God has separated unto ministry. How many knows that there's different giftings and offices that God anoints? He anoints for the building up of the body of Christ, for the equipping of the church. And there's an anointing in preaching uh, that I believe. Matter of fact, I want to speak to that right now because I believe that there's a fresh anointing coming on preaching again. Oh, come on, somebody. Listen, we're good at worship. But, buddy, when it gets to the Word, the enemy wants to shut it down. But I believe there's a fresh oil coming on preachers. Y'all need to get behind that, ladies and gentlemen. There's a fresh oil coming on preachers tonight, and it'll be a place where you enter into a greater glory, and you're not even going to know when the cloud comes over you. You're not even going to know what you say or what you do. It's all going to come from a divine flow, and salvation is in this flow, and deliverance is in this flow, and healing is in this flow. Come on, somebody. Your peace will be in this flow. You need to pray for your preacher, because there's a fresh horn coming over every house that's watching me right now. There's some preachers that's watching me right now, and I'm here to tell you that there's a fresh oil that's coming over your house. The enemy tried to silence your voice. The enemy tried to stop your voice, but this anointing breaks every yoke that tried to choke you out. Somebody give God praise right now for the Holy Ghost anointing oil that's coming on God's house and His preachers. 
It's time to pull the dipstick out and check the oil. Right? Hallelujah. Deliverance and miracles are coming in this flow. Sickness will be cast out in this flow. This is what Scripture talks about. Treading on serpents and scorpions. You'll be able to take in anything. Come on, somebody. God's going to grace you to take in what's been thrown at you. You're going to be able to take it in, and the things that used to hurt you will not harm you any longer because there's an oil coming over your house. Come on, there's an oil coming over your house. What does that mean? The comforter is coming in my midst. And so you can go ahead and keep on throwing at wicked forces of this world because there's an oil coming in my house, and I can even open up my mouth and drink every word, and it'll not harm me because there's an oil covering me. Somebody give God praise because you're about to see your enemies defeated depression's about to be defeated and you're about to hear it a new sound coming from the oil Woo! hallelujah give God praise for the for the anointing that breaks the yokes there's anointing being released to not only break the yoke how many how many knows it destroys the yokes of bondage God is allowing a breaking you to make you but the yoke that's been upon you I, I want to speak to this that's been that you've been wearing some of you've been wearing yokes for way too long and there's some yokes that have tried to bind you <laughs> there's some yokes that's tried to choke you and that yoke that's been on you for season after season after season sometimes God will break you to make you but the yoke you have been wearing is about to be destroyed come on the yoke that you've been wearing that's been eliminating that's been limiting you that's been placing confinements all around you that yoke that's trying to silence you I'm here to tell you the enemy wants to silence the voice of God's uh, people he wants to silence the truth that's coming out of preachers and prophets and evangelists and teachers and laymen but I come to tell the devil he lost a long time ago at an old fashioned altar of repentance when you gave your heart to Jesus Christ and you were covered and cleansed by the blood the oil was applied somebody just needs to stir up what's already been deposited on the inside of you there's a breaking for the making but the, the, the yoke that you've been wearing it is, it is going to be destroyed tonight. How many believe that? How, I said, how many believe that? Come on, somebody ramp it up right now. You got a praise for that potential right now? I said the yoke that's tried to choke you. Listen, the yoke that's tried to silence you. The yoke that's tried to get a hold of your family. The yoke that's tried to silence your business from succeeding. I'm here to tell you that that yoke done broke. And it's not only broke, but it's annihilated. It's destroyed. I said it's completely terminated. Because when God takes care of the other thing, he does it once and for all. Stand to your feet right now and give God praise in this house. House. Come on. Come on. I know there's a remnant in here, but I know a remnant that can make some noise in this house. Open up your mouth. Give him praise. The yoke done broke. The problem done been solved. The sickness done been healed. Come on, somebody. The cancer done been removed. It's the spirit of the enemy. That has placed a yoke upon you. In this hour, he has used the yoke as an agency of oppression. He's trying to subject you to your situation. Come on. He's trying to subject you to your sickness. 
It's that element, that symbol. But the Bible says that the anointing oil is destroying the yokes of bondage. Do you believe that in this house? Go on, just lift your hands right now and surrender and say, I believe it. Now just say, I receive it. Come on, I receive a fresh oil. I receive. Somebody said, well, I received last, last week. Well, receive this week. Come on, somebody. He don't run out of good stuff. Lift your hand and say, I need it for this week. I need a mid-fuel. Hallelujah. Fill it up, God. I need the oil to function. I need the oil to function. Without the oil, I'm in friction. But with the oil, I can function. Come on. There's an oil for that oppression that, you're, that you've been subject to. And it wants to destroy that, that yoke of oppression off of your life. There's an oil for the depression that you keep getting yourself into. That you keep being bound to. And, and it's an unholy alliance. I'm here to tell you that unholy alliance right now is being destroyed by the holy anointing oil. There's an unholy alliance that somebody's watching me right now. And there's, there's some relationships even that, that, that you have gotten yourself formed into. To, and you're taking on the character of those relationships because we reflect who we've been around. But that unholy alliance is being destroyed right now in the name of Jesus. I'm not talking about the relationship, but I'm talking about the spirit. There's some of you that have connected to depression and you're wondering why dark clouds are over your house. Listen, bad company corrupts good manners. I'm here to tell you right now that it's important who you connect to in this hour and in this day. I'm not telling you to stay away from the world. We need to preach truth to the world, but you better be cautious of what you are allowing in your atmosphere. Bind. We bind that spirit in the name of Jesus. We bind the spirit of depression. I'm, I, I, I speak to somebody. That I feel like somebody's watching me right now. And there's a spirit of suicide over you. And I feel like I'm talking to somebody who's a minister. You feel like the whole weight is on your shoulders. I hear the Lord saying, rise up, Zadok. You don't have to work for it. You're not an Abathar. You're not in the Abathar priesthood. But you're in a Zadok priesthood where there's an oil that's coming over your house. Come on, it's about to get easy again for some ministers. There's an oil coming over your house. There's an oil of joy coming over that downcast spirit that you're in. That's why the scripture tells us that the yoke was destroyed. We can see that, the, that, that, that there was a, a potential of despair and there's a, a, a potential of despondency because of what they were a position in. But the Bible says that the yoke was destroyed, shall be destroyed because of a fresh anointing. Come on, somebody. There's a fresh oil that's coming and it's not going to come. It's not going to come if we don't posture ourselves right, if we don't clean out. Come on. We we got to get the flies out of the oil. We got to get the contaminants out of the oil. We got to get the dirt out of the oil. Come on. The grinding will frustrate us. But if we allow the glory of God to come into us, it will cleanse us. It will change us. It will motivate us. It will give us new strength. That's why David said, I'm gaining new strength because you have exalted my horn with oil. With the fresh oil. Somebody shout fresh oil. Come on, tell it, keep saying it until your mind gets it. Fresh oil over my house. Fresh peace over my house. Joy over my circumstance. Your miracle is coming through fresh oil. 
This oil is making your healing. Come on. This oil is making room for your miracle. This oil is making room for your breakthrough right now. Lift your hands and just say, I receive it. Get in the posture and the mind frame of focusing on Him right now. There's a reason that I kept singing, uh, I'm at the table of the Lord. And I, uh, uh, I'm at your table and you're able. Because the Bible says in Ezekiel, he says that the Zadok priesthood will be at the table of the Lord, ministering unto Him. I'm not just singing that just to be singing. But I'm here to tell you, if you'll scoot yourself up where he wants you to be, he's going to pour into your life. He wants to pour goodness into you. He wants to pour mercy into you that they follow you all the days, all the days of your life. The blessing of the Lord, his presence, his favor, his fingerprints upon you. The grace of God is the hand of God upon you. That represents also the fivefold ministry, ladies and gentlemen, those ingredients represent the fivefold ministry the equipping of the saints how many knows we're not just raising lambs thank god for the sheep but there's lions in this house come on somebody there's an apostolic apostolic building that's taking place here there's a building digging the kingdom of god as it is in heaven onto the earth how are we going to move how are we going to move the world without heaven among us I can't do nothing in myself. But if heaven will get behind me, (laughs) come on somebody, if heaven will get on me and in me, prophetic understanding will come to my house. Knowledge and wisdom will come to your house. Listen, knowledge and wisdom is coming to your house. Why? Because there's a fresh oil. The Lord prophesied this. There's a fresh oil coming over your house. And he, He says this, you don't have to, He said He'll teach you everything. When the oil comes to your house, he's the teacher. He's the great teacher. He gives you all the answers. Y'all better, y'all should be shouting better than that. I said, he gives you the, you don't have to search it out anywhere else. The oil will answer it for you. The oil will direct you. Come on. We've got to focus on the words of this world. But I'm here to tell you, there's a system beyond this world. And it's called the Holy Spirit. And if we'll get in line with the Spirit, He'll pull us right in the doors of our answer. He'll pull us right into our healing. He'll pull us right into our miracle without Susie and Teddy telling us where to go. Come on, somebody. Now, I'm telling you, we need each other. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying. The oil will teach you your steps. Glory to God. How many knows that this oil is unforgettable? Let's say that the oil that's being poured out is unforgettable in this hour. It's a nice and pleasant fragrance. It's a nice oil. How many is ready for the nice oil? We've had the junk. I'm ready for the nice. There's a nice oil that's going to be placed upon God's people. And it's not going to, no flies. Matter of fact, here's what I want to do. Well, I'm going to pray over you together tonight. But I want to make a declaration just real quick. Father God, in this hour, there will be nice oil. <laughs> There will be the fragrance of gladness and joy. Because the scripture says, in your presence is the fullness of joy. At your right hands, there's pleasures in this oil. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And I declare that in this hour, 
There will be no flies that will remain in our containers of oil. There will be no flies of bitterness and hatred and unforgiveness in our oil in this hour. We're breaking every single limitation that has limited the church for way too long. In other words, uh, there will be no gossiping flies in the oil. It, there will only be uh, the gospel coming out of this oil. No gossiping spirits in this oil in this day and hour. i got to hang there because I feel the resistance. There will be no spirit of gossip in this oil, but we the Lord of the flies, we say we the Lord rebuke you. The Lord rebuke that gossiping spirit that has limited the church, that has, that has silenced our healings, that has silenced our deliverance. In the name of Jesus, every gossiping spirit has to get out of the church and the gospel will be released in the church. Every fear is being destroyed in this oil. And there will be no flies that will contaminate the flow. No more flies contaminating the flow. In the name of Jesus. In the name of... Lift your hands toward heaven. Just begin to worship Him right now. Come on, help me press in, church. Help me press in just for a moment. I'm going to pray over you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we declare right now that rather than agitation, there will be a coordination in your anointing. Rather than agitation, there will be a walking in the anointing. There will be yokes being destroyed in this anointing. Chains will be broken. Doors will be open in this anointing. And it will be like David did in defeating the giant. There's a giant killer in this anointing in the name of Jesus. Lord, there is dreams and activations that are being released in this anointing. And just like Paul uh, began to cast out devils, uh, there will be a casting out uh, in this anointing. And it's not going to be casting out devils of others but it's going to be casting out devils in ourselves we're going to cast out spirits that's limiting us in ourselves every contaminating spirit in my heart in the name of Jesus create in me a clean heart so that I can worship you we hope you enjoyed this word if you would like to hear more messages like this one please take a second and click the subscribe button and for more information on our ministry, please visit us at rhctn.com.